Got to get it in. Here's Luca. Gets it away. It's gold. A Doncic dagger. Today on Hoops and Cards, another episode of Basketball Cards 101. Hi, I'm Gary, host of Hoops and Cards. What an awesome playoff weekend we had with several games coming down to the wire. Chris Middleton, Trey Young, Luka Doncic. Pretty awesome weekend. And it's just the beginning of all these great playoff series. Today we're going to focus in on our series that helps you, whether you are brand new, looking to focus in your strategy for collecting or investing, or you're talking with friends about what, what really matters, what are the essentials, what are the basics, when it comes to especially a market dip like we've had lately. The basketball card market slowing down since maybe February. And here we are, Basketball Cards 101, today to talk about basketball card collecting and investing on a limited budget. We can all hear the headlines of some LeBron James card somewhere sold at some auction for so many like thousands or millions of dollars. And I just like, hey, what about the rest of us? You know, the other 99% of us that don't have a million dollars to spend on a card or cards don't have a hundred K to burn on a NFTs or on wax. Like what about you and those of us in the hobby who are just starting out and maybe because you're just sticking your toe in the water or because you really are limited budget on this hundred dollars or less. How do you get started basketball cards on a limited budget? Let's do it. So this idea of starting or building your collection, your investments on a budget, that was pretty much my story about a year and a half ago when I got back into sports cards, basketball cards. Again, this is Gary, your host at Hoops and Cards, and love hearing your stories. Uh, at times they connect with mine and where I've been. I wanted to get back into the hobby. It was December of 2019. I wanted to do something that would be fun, that would be uh, enjoyable for me and my kids and uh, that I would I would consider a fun outlet uh, fun hobby and at the same time something that that didn't waste money but actually could make money and so I started to get back into basketball cards on eBay mostly I mean really just buying buying up cheap prism cards at the time they were a lot cheaper so December of 19. And January of 2020, that was a much easier, much cheaper time to get in on all these things. So I understand that. I, I was fortunate. I got in. I, I spent, um, you know, I'd get 50 bucks from somebody for Christmas or I had some, some extra money. I didn't put much more than a couple hundred dollars in when I started. And I was, like I said, fortunate enough to buy in when Prism was cheap, when Wax was somewhat available Prism basketball at Walmart, you know, you could find something or hoops at Walmart. And then I started selling. Uh, I would dig through old boxes of cards that I had and I found football cards that I didn't want. I found some basketball cards that I thought, hey, I can I can sell some of these high. And I sold some of those. I mean, there was there was some mistakes, cards that I, you know, I regret selling at this point. But let me just say I started with what I had and then I bought cards on the cheap. I didn't spend a whole lot of money getting started. And I think that is still possible. If you're sitting there saying, look, I don't have a lot of extra spending cash. You could even start at zero 
And, uh, you know, if you want the adventure and the challenge of this and you're playing the long game, you can start with zero dollars and look around your house for things that you could sell on eBay to start to build some capital in your PayPal account and then use that PayPal capital, use that cash to buy cards either online like eBay or Starstock or PayPal at a card show or at a, at a uh, shop. So I'm going to go, this, this episode is going to look at some specific tips, some hacks or some advice, encouragement to you about how to do this on a limited budget. I even want to zero in on, hey, if you have less than $50, there's a place for you. You, you do need to say, hey, I'm not in a rush. Being uh, financially responsible or investing low and some of these ideas could be just just smart little tips for saving money or for not spending as much and others might be hey here's the difference between a a card that's a two dollar lottery ticket Taylor horton tucker mosaic rookie raw you know that's a lottery ticket versus a safer longer term investment and you know you may have to be willing to wait for some of your profit i call it a a profit snowball that as you roll and as time goes on, uh, it gradually gets bigger. Your PayPal account or the, the balance that you have in cards gradually gets bigger. And, and there, are, there are so many opportunities. But I first want to ask you this. Here's the question. How much are you starting with? Right? How much money do you have right now that you or somebody else that's a part of this with you, how much money are you starting out with? Because if it's if it's 50 bucks, if it's 100 bucks, if it's 500 bucks, I would say the more you start with, the better, right? But there are so many creative ways nowadays to make extra cash to pour into this. I I did it through eBay and reselling old clothes, <laughs> shoes, jerseys, and sports cards, and even like old video games. eBay, the, the thing I love about eBay in fact, I would say one thing that if you really if you really want to view this as a investment thing, as a side hustle for you that's going to make some money, I would say at least get familiar with eBay and how it all works. Okay? Get familiar with how to make a good, attractive eBay listing, what key listing, what keywords to use, what sort of um, shipping costs and we can go through. In fact, there's going to be a Basketball Cards 101 episode fully dedicated to how to crush it on eBay and some lessons, again, that I've learned the hard way. It's been fun, but it's like a, a secondary education in how to make money on the side uh, online and then how to reinvest that into sports cards because I, that's what I've chosen to do. And so when I did this, guys, I was looking for ways to level up I, I gradually would take some of that money that, that I made from reselling things or from selling old cards that I had or from selling new cards that I bought those prisms, those 2019, 2020 cards. And as they grew in value, I was able to sell them in April, May, June and sell them when those guys were hot and growing. And, you know, I look back on it and and you really do need to learn if you're going to make money in this, even on a limited budget, you're going to want to buy when those card values are as down as possible. I know we can't 
it's, it's nearly impossible to predict the exact bottom of what a card value is going to be. But you've heard me talk on this podcast about how after the NBA season, there's going to be a lull, a two or three month lull. Say it with me, lull. It's just going to go down. And all that excitement that we felt like a month ago about LaMelo Ball is just going to be a lull in August and September. Be watching for guys that you know, even cards that you know, that are sought after, that, yeah, they've already been beaten up here with the March and April and May downturn. They've already been beaten up. But guys, it's going to get worse because basketball playoff season and the draft doesn't last forever. And in August and in September, a lot of the market is going to be shifted towards football. A lot of the sports card money is going to go that direction. And a lot of the new products are going to steal people's excitement and energy and and their FOMO, just their excitement over what can we get next. Well, that's going to go towards new products, and that's going to be a lot of football. That just seems to be the flavor of the month with like wrestling cards and soccer cards and Marvel cards. Okay, all I'm telling you is there's a lull where that's not basketball cards and their values are going to go down. And even as they go down, here's a tip. Don't pay the asking price. Like even when you see, ooh, this is listed at, at eBay at its lowest price ever. Well, click like and they might send you an even cheaper price. Or if it's best offer, make an offer then send them an offer that's like half of what they're asking or two thirds of what they're asking. What do you have to lose? You're on a budget, right? You, you, uh, you hold the money though, and you hold the power, the negotiating power. So you could even go in, put 25 bucks into star stock and put a bunch of low offers on 50 different players, cards, their prism rookies, their Don Russ rated rookies, uh, even some of their uh, parallel cards that are listed there, some autos, you could go in and just say, I'm going to, I'm going to spread out a bunch of offers and whatever people accept in August and September, that's what they accept. And I get steal after steal after steal. Now it may not feel like sexy or big profit deal for you to get a Darius Basley rookie prism 2019 for 75 cents in your star stock account, because you know what? In August, that's probably what they'll be. And in September, they might not be much more. In October, they might not be much more. But whenever they start the NBA season, November, December, guess whose cards are going to go up? Basketball players, rookies, who were so stinking cheap in August, are going to start to rise as the month, six to eight weeks before the season starts. Buy, you know, people are going to be buying the hype, buying into the new season. They're going to be saying, I remember how strongly Darius Garland ended last season. I remember how Kenyon Martin Jr. came on when he got playing time. I remember that trade that happened in August that changed everything. I remember how Karis Levert played like an all-star when he finally got his, his legs under him as a pacer. Guys, remember... Look at the Rookie of the Year ratings. Look at the MVP votes. Look at guys who are going to change teams and say, you know, if I'm on a budget, that doesn't mean be in a hurry. If you have to buy a few cards now, fine. There's still there's some great deals right now. I'm telling you. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander has never been cheaper in a PSA 9 prism. 
And if you're like, yeah, but dude, all those pops, all the, all the, those, those are just way overproduced. You know what? You're right. So go find a uh, uh, press proof net marvels of Ja Morant. Go find a uh, silver PSA 10 Kobe white rookie. Go find There are so many good. And, and if you're just like, Hey, I, some of this with any level investment, you know, on a budget, you're going to have to assess your risk. What is your risk tolerance? Because if you're not very tolerant to risk, like if you're saying, look, if I got 50 bucks, I don't want to take the risk that it's going to go down to 30 next month. I, I want sustainable, steady. So buy older cards of superstar players. Buy LeBron James, buy Michael Jordan, buy Kobe Bryant, right? Buy cards that are somewhat unique. Buy ones that you can see and touch and hold and celebrate. So you're not feeling like you don't have any cards. They're all on some website somewhere. Like, no, it helps me to have some cards that I'm like, hey, this is for fun. I want to display it, you know, but, but there's others that I'm like, if I buy online, here's one of those tips about saving money. You don't have to pay shipping. You may not have to pay sales tax. You may not have to wait six days to find it. You know, it finally arrives in the mail and then you look at it and go, Ooh, that wasn't as centered as I thought or that card is, is a little bit faded, or I didn't see that dimple in their posting on eBay or ComC or that guy in the Facebook group that you really like. Like, I would say there is there are some benefits, those added, those little costs that start to add up for a while. And so if you're thinking, dude, I, I got a limited budget, I want to eliminate every possible penny, then buy directly from a guy at a card show or at a shop or at the flea market, Know what I'm saying? Buy in person where you can negotiate a deal and you're not having to pay all that shipping stuff, those extra fees, or go in on Starstock and ComC and make a bunch of low offers and just let the cards sit there and then flip them in six months when the NBA season starts. Cha-ching! And instead of paying the whole 10% eBay seller fee and then the other 3% to eBay or PayPal for, for transaction fees and then making the person pay sales tax or even you paying sales tax when you buy the card. Like instead of all those little costs, hey, at least you got to know where your money's going, right? So really this depends on how much money are you putting in, okay? What's your risk tolerance, right? Do I want to buy 50 lottery tickets at a dollar each? Because you can do that. And the lottery tickets just keep getting better looking as this summer is going to go on. There's going to be a lot of them. Okay. Do your research. <laughs> Do your research. I got caught up last year in, hey, wow, look at the guys I can buy and then get graded. And then good news is I'm finally going to be getting some of those cards back from PSA here in the next week or two. I can't wait. At the same time, everybody else on the planet was thinking I'm going to buy $10 cards send them to PSA, they'll grade a nine or 10 and I'll sell them for 150. That may still be a thing guys, but I don't like waiting nine months or a year for stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't like sending cards away and then watching their values just crumble. You know, I'm looking forward to getting back uh, the Donovan Mitchell rookie that I sent in. I'm looking forward to getting that graded and back. What I'm not looking forward to is the Brandon Clark green prism. Cause here I am nine months later going, I would never have sent in a Brandon Clark rookie, but a lot of us did. And I'm like, Oh, 
So grading, I'm, I'm sort I'm like still wrestling with that whole thing as a, as a way to make money, unless it's a superstar card. Okay. Unless it's somebody that if it's a prospect, gosh, guys, I don't know if I'd send a Tyrese Halliburton in to get graded. Cause you know, what if he's a backup point guard in the West for the rest of his life? It could happen. It really could happen. I mean, I wouldn't send a Kobe white base prism in to get graded right now. I don't know if I'd send any Kobe white card in. Cause I don't know what he is. I don't. Kevin Porter Jr. Don't know what these guys are. I might have a hunch. You might have a prediction, but don't assume that, hey, I'm going to start on a limited budget, buy a few prospects and grade them. You can do that. <laughs> but that guy may, may be nothing in a year, right? Cam Reddish, that guy, may, that guy may be a total disappointment. You don't know what you have. There are other players who are established veterans whose stars on the rise. I'd feel differently about Zach Levine. And you want to invest on a budget and make money in the next year? Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Darius Garland, Colin Sexton. Can't say I didn't tell you so. I've been high on Jaron Jackson and now looks like John Morant is the stuff, which he is. Jaron comes back and uh, struggling to fit into the flow of the offense, struggling to be consistent. One night Memphis is playing in 15 minutes. The next night it's 35. I, I, I'm going to wait. I mean, I, I, I'm going to have to hit pause on my expectations for him. And at the same time, I'm like, I'm still buying. I'm not buying big dollar Jarens. I'm going to buy little dollar Jarens that, uh, you know, that I see in September. But look at doing, you know, if you're doing this on a budget basketball cards, I would do some scouting on players and say like, okay, yeah. Huh? Who who are the next Trey Youngs that once they get into the playoffs and they start making big shots, they're gonna jump? By the way, on a budget, you can still get a decent Trey Young card. But who are the next guys like that? Because they are there. <laughs> Brandon Ingram, Pascal Siakam, they are there. There are awesome players who were forgotten this past season. Clay Thompson, they are they are totally there for you. If you're willing to wait, if you're willing to do some research, if you're willing to get the right cards, and you might be because you're listening to this podcast. So kudos to you. I would just say this first part of this episode, let's let's think uh, how much money are you starting with? What's your risk tolerance? And are you willing to put in the research? Zion to his strong side. He's hey, going to the line. And he's a foul and never went out. Holiday sets up Lavert for a corner three, put it in. If I had a hundred dollars, if I had a hundred dollars, yeah, buying basketball cards on a budget. Well, what if you start with a hundred bucks? What are you gonna buy? I think you need to know what your goals are, how patient you are, your risk tolerance. Guys here at Hoops and Cards, this Basketball 101 series is to help you think through the game plan. And buying cards on a budget would mean to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this money count, I'm gonna put it into something that is going to grow. And if you're looking for things that are safer, then you're buying LeBrons and Kobe's and Lucas and Giannis and Jordans, you're buying established stars. 
and you're buying the cards when they are lower cost and you're not buying the base card that everybody has I think a lot of these base rookies just went from being iconic to being blah uh, everybody's got a Ja Morant rookie. Everybody's got a Zion rookie, Luca rookie. They're over, overprinted, overproduced. And so, yikes! A year ago, if I had said if I had a hundred bucks, I would have bought some Prism rookies of guys I like. Now I'm like, I don't know if I want to touch Prism rookies. Maybe I want to focus in on guys like uh, I don't know, guys that were rookies in. 2012, 13, 14, and 15. And what kind of deals can you get on different parallels of Joel Embiid or Chris Middleton, CJ McCollum? There are there are guys who are all-stars or perennial all-stars. Karis Levert's on his way. Emerging young stars. I love DeAndre Ayton. Can I say that again? I Did I already say that earlier? How many playoff runs are Booker and Aiton and CP3 and Bridges and Cam. How many how many playoff runs are these guys going to have? Thing is, timing it right, investing on a budget. If I had $100, you know what I would probably do? In fact, this would be a fun challenge for all of us. Whether it's 100 bucks or 10 bucks, but say say it was 100. And I would say I'll take all right, I'll take 25 and put that in star stock and invest in prospects get the cheapest like put the lowest bids out for prospects and bid on you know 20 or 30 different players their Donruss rated rookies their prism their optic their select bid on players like I've mentioned some already in this podcast I'm not going to rehash them you guys are smart NBA fans right you know some that I totally forgot 25 bucks in star stock I would put 25 bucks into uh oh my am i going to be that specific and say a trey young don russ rated rookie 2018 that's well centered that i might want to grade someday am i really doing that is trey young going to be a quicker flip that's going to go from 25 to 50 as they make it into the next round of the playoffs you never know might get a deal on an optic raw trey i would do that I'd put another 25 bucks in something LeBron. Something safe that I love, that I would enjoy. That's a LeBron James. So maybe a you know 2016 Prism LeBron that's mint. Or a 20... I've even thought about doing this. A 2019 Prism base LeBron. Number 129. If I could get one of those that's PSA 9 for 20 bucks. That's a great looking card that I could keep for a while. Or like I did recently, what about a card that's harder to get your hands on? There's just fewer printed of these. So you look at the Marvels. Oh, here's one. The Marvels 2019-20 Donruss Net Marvels series get you a Damian Lillard. I like that play. I'm actually going to go out and do that probably after this after this episode is done recording. I love Damian Lillard, and that series is harder to find. I don't know what those NBA Hoops Slam Hollows, the Slam Magazine Hollows are going for right now, but those are cool. Just thought I would share. 25 bucks to Starstock, 25 on a Trey Young Donruss rookie, 
25 on the Damian Lillard Net Marvels, if I can find one that way, and 25 on LeBron. And, you know, those are just some of mine. There are there are other guys that are down bargains right now. You know, at some point last year, I thought as we got closer to the NBA Finals, wow, how amazing Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray are. They'll be doing awesome things in the playoffs for years and years to come. And so I went in and bought a few cheap Donovan Mitchell rookies. And here's where I'm at today with those. None of them have gone up. None. Has Donovan Mitchell been to blame? No, he's played pretty well when he's been out there and he's got even maybe back this week. I'd still love Donovan Mitchell as a long-term investment. I don't know what I would do uh, with Donovan right now as far as uh, investing in. We'll have to see. So I've got a few more suggestions for you uh, starting a basketball card collection or investment on a limited budget. But here's some advice that I think we're all learning at this time uh, in the market and with basketball cards. There is no rush. Just say it with me. There is no rush. I have at times, you know, when I'm looking for a deal or I'm looking to get into cards and there's so much out there that you could put your money into. But let me tell you this, there is no rush. Especially when you hear guys like me saying, hey, when the season's over, there's gonna be far more bargains than there are now. So if you are aware <laughs> that there are still some great buys today, then try to eliminate all those extra costs, sales tax, eBay fees, all those things. But also you could go to basketball card sections of stores or of card shows and look through the dollar box. You can often find, in fact, this is a great way to level up in the dollar box or the $2 box or even the 50 cent box. You can find some cards that, hey, somebody online will pay a few dollars more. And so if you could buy, say, 10 $2 cards, and sell them for $5 each, you just made some money. And then with that money, you buy 10 more $2 cards and sell them for $5 each. Patience, a little bit of hustle, a little bit of knowing what you're looking for. You see, even just, uh, was it yesterday after Milwaukee had their big win, Bryn Forbes cards were starting to sell. Bryn Forbes, you guys. I mean, look at the playoffs. There are going to be players. Julius Randle just got the most improved player award, even though he was pretty awesome last year and everybody felt like ignoring it. I don't know. Uh, I do I do think he's obviously deserving of an award. Maybe it's an MVP finalist. I don't know. But, but yeah, Jordan Clarkson is going to be in a lot of bargain boxes. And there's a guy who, hey, maybe you can find him like I did recently in somebody's $10 section. A $10 prism rookie for Jordan Clarkson or Bojan Bogdanovic. Or yeah, Chris Middleton. There are playoff studs, heroes. Mike Conley Jr. 
that somebody might think his rookie's worth five bucks. Rondo's tops rookie. You know, if the Clippers make another run, which by the way, I don't think they will. Tonight's gonna be tonight's gonna be a fascinating night in the NBA. I don't know if you've looked at the schedule, looked at the three games. You've got the Lakers and Suns in game two. And for cards there, um, McCall Bridges, Mikhail Bridges, excuse me, DeAndre Ayton, there are some guys on both teams that are a bit cheaper than they should be. Guys with huge upside. And imagine if Talon Horton Tucker has one awesome game in this series. The card market will go nuts because here's a guy who he's he had his uh, incredible rise in value beginning of the season and an incredible drop. And now you can find a lot of his cards for a dollar or two dollars. You know, as as I was standing in line waiting for my Taco Tuesday to go, Starstock sent me a little email saying, "You you just bought a card." I forget how they say it. You you your purchase was successful. You got a, a Talon Horton Tucker Mosaic rookie for twenty cents. Really, twenty cents? If he's a Laker rookie that has a bright future in the NBA. I'm not saying superstar doesn't have to be 20 cents. This is what I'm talking about. You can get deals on a budget. You can think about tonight's games, the Denver Nuggets and the, wait, are they playing tonight? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just rambling about teams and players. I mean, Brooklyn's playing tonight. You really think, uh, you couldn't find some nice James Harden there's another net marvel. So man, I just need to buy those cards. I, I'm sorry, guys, if I, <laughs> if I, if that's all I talk about, you're like, oh gee, Gary, this might as well call this the hoops and net marvels show. What are you into? Cartoon, basketball, images? Well, I mean, they had to come out in the hobby box only, and Don Russ is uh, is limited edition them. So get your Wassel Wellsbrooks basketball cards 101. Be patient. Know your budget. Know your goals. Know your risk tolerance. Know your options. Maybe even give yourself a budget limit. When you go places, card shop, just take cash. Don't bust out the credit card. Some of this is just good financial habits, right? But some of this is knowing the seasons, knowing the deals. Don't just buy the base card unless it's just rock bottom price. And you even look like... It, it never hurts to counter offer. Even if a dealer at a show or on eBay is listing it at a great deal, if you offer them 80% of the number they just said, they're probably going to take it. If you start to walk away, they're definitely going to take it. Like, seriously. This is about negotiating. This is about cash is king right now. This is about you have all the power. Time is on your side, Right? And you can pick, do I want to go risky and buy 50 lottery tickets? Or do I want to go safe and buy three Jordans? You do you, but you can do basketball cards on a budget. And I hope this has helped you out. I hope this has helped you take that next step or share it with a friend who, you know, at times you could get discouraged hearing all these guys that have thousands and thousands of dollars in cards, or they just made this incredible purchase of this immaculate 101 rookie patch auto of you know some guy that I guess it was a good deal (laughs) but I don't have that much money to spend on cards and maybe you don't either there are deals there are opportunities to level up to invest to hustle to reduce your own costs 
And to do basketball cards, and fun makes money, but do it on a budget. Great ball rotation, Middleton, Giannis downhill, slams it home! And the Bucks lead by three. So that's a wrap for this episode of Hoots and Cards, the Basketball Cards 101 series. I, I'm enjoying this. And in, in fact, I'm going to collect these and maybe blog. You know, maybe one day it'll be, a, you know, something where it, it's like a resource or a book or a series you guys can share with all our friends and add to it all the stuff I forgot. But man, one of the best things is to make friends that uh, you trade, you give each other deals, especially. If you have other uh, dealers or card store owners that can give you stuff at cost or when you're buying from them, you bundle things together and you end up saving a lot by buying in bulk. So uh, there's so many good nuggets of how to do it on a budget here. And you don't have to have thousands of dollars. You don't have to make your first card a Luka Doncic silver PSA 10 card. Like you can start... From scratch, start from nothing and sell things around the house on eBay or do a garage sale. Like just, and be patient for the right timing to buy. That's all, that's all I'm trying to say. Anyway, this is Gary with Hoops and Cards. Follow us on Instagram at Hoops and Cards or on Twitter at Cards underscore Hoops. Mixing it up a little bit right there. And yeah, can go ahead and... uh email us at hoopsandcardspodcast at gmail.com or send me a direct message like many of you guys have on Instagram and that is a lot of fun. Tons of fun just like tonight's playoff games. Gotta go because it's time to watch Devin Booker and CP3 get, uh, get crushed. See you next time. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Wow. Hold on to your butts.